Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, I'm Johnny Owen, and this is the Best 11 podcast from TalkSport. Mark Webster and I ask our guests 11 questions all about their love of football, from their earliest memories of the game to how their matchday rituals have changed over the years. And at the end, they'll tell us their best 11, a team made up of anyone who's ever played for their club, along with a manager of their choice. Will they pick a cult hero from the past to lead the line, or will they go for a young whippersnapper from the modern era? It's totally up to them, because it's their best 11. Our guest today is one of the leading lights of British dance music, co-founder of KISS FM, Talking Loud, and the man behind the rare groove phenomenon, it's Norman J. MBE. Norman, welcome to your best 11. You grew up in West London, so can you start by telling us why you support Tottenham Hotspur? In my heart, I was a fan of um, Jimmy Greaves, who was my idol when I was about 10 years old. That would have been about 1966, 67. Um, And I remember just about uh, watching um, the first cup final I can remember in black and white with an old DER radio rental set. Um, the first All-London Cup final between Spurs and Chelsea. Right. Um, and I remember liking the team in the white because it was easier to see them. <laughs> <laughs> but Jimmy Greaves was number eight, inside right. Um, he was my hero. Uh, and thanks to um, him and Frank Saul, we went on to win 2-1. And from then, uh, Tottenham was the team for me. Plus, I loved the cockerel and standing on the white shirt as well. Great, great emblem. Even yeah. I have to acknowledge that. Yes. <laughs> as much as it pains him to say, is that your earliest memory uh, of football, Norman? Or did you have memories no, before that? No, I'm old enough, actually. Uh, Mark might be as well. A few years. Ago. I'm old enough. I remember following the '66 World Cup. That's my real first memory of watching or trying to understand the group game. Didn't really understand it, but every, virtually every day over the park. You know, when our 30th side, everybody played World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be England, you'd be North Korea, you'd be Brazil. All the black guys were automatically Brazil. <laughs> um, but that's my earliest memory. It would be from about 66, from the World Cup final. And did the final itself, I mean, obviously, do you remember that day, what you did that day? Um, I can remember being over the park, because it's a question that I've been asked before. And thinking back, I remember what we, we did, because I didn't realise, I was only really young, like most of us kids at the time, but a few of us didn't really realise that, that the, cup, the World Cup final was on that day. So everyone normally, crack of dawn, trooping over the park. The park was five minutes walk from where I lived. We played 20, 30 aside. I get over the park, and every, it's hardly anybody there. 
and then come like 10 minutes before kickoff, everyone disappears. And I think there was only me and a mate left. <laughs> Everyone's going, we're going to go home and watch England in the World Cup final. So, ah, England's in the World Cup final. Okay. <laughs> so I ran home to try and watch it. And Brilliant. you'd have been, you could have almost, you could have walked to Wembley from where you were to a well, great extent. Well, I did used to, Mark, actually. Um, really? We are four miles from Wembley. Well, my mum's house was four miles from Wembley. And from about 1969 or 69-70 season onwards, for about two or three years and quite a lot of England games, on cup final day, we'd walk, you know, and, and, and join in the flavour of it. Because if you remember... Um, the FA Cup used to be celebrated from like nine o'clock in the morning. That's right. It yeah. was a whole day spectacle. So yeah, we'd get up there early in the morning, try and bunk in, then get a ticket, <laughs> and if not, then get on the bus and get home quickly to to watch it on telly. Fantastic, Norman. Do you remember the first game you actually went to and where it was? Yeah, I do. First um, football match I ever attended in the stadium was. Was at Queens Park Rangers. It was a QPR v Chelsea um, football combination reserve match, because the, the reserve uh, games used to cost a fraction of what the, the main games cost. So for sixpence, you know, I went and watched the reserve standing in the loft, and and being amazed at how um, tall the, the players were, because I'd never seen players in real life before. So there was, you know, hardly anybody in the stadium. Loads of kids used to go because it used to be cheap. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I progressed. I remember buying a match program, and then it gave the list of when the next games were. So then I went. To, can't remember my first QPR league match because uh, they were in the old third division then when I went to watch them. But I remember it being uh, QPR Chelsea local derby in the in the football combination, which was meaningless because I was always a Spurs fan at heart in my heart. But you know, Spurs in those days to me, living in, in Grove, you know, West London, might, well, they might as well have been in Mars. Away. <laughs> and there was no Victoria lines then. No. Oh, so wow. It was impossible. Several buses? Several buses. A long tube ride on the Piccadilly tube, uh, mapped out on an old um, London Underground map. I used to get on the train at Acton Town, get off at Turnpike Lane, uh, and then catch the W3, which is a nightmare bus journey, r- right across that part of northwest London into White Hart Lane itself. Brilliant. That's commitment. commitment. Do, do you remember the yeah. first Spurs game you went to? Uh, yes, I do, fondly. Um, first game I went was um, in the 68-69 season, September the 21st against Nottingham Forest at home, and we won 2-1. Wow. Yeah. Still got the match programme. Oh, oh, excellent news. That's fantastic. And who was your favourite player as a kid? I know you've mentioned him. Obviously, it was Jimmy Greaves. Was yeah, it a, Jimmy a... Greaves in the beginning, and I was really gutted when he went to, to West Ham because I didn't really understand, you know, being too young, that players got older, players got moved on. The transfer guess, thing was weird, yeah, wasn't it? in your mind, these players played, stayed with your club forever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I've, always, I've mentioned this before. Yeah. I met, When Jeff Hurst left West Ham yeah. for Stoke City... Yeah, My yeah, mum didn't get buy into it either, and for Christmas Stoke. I got a Stoke shirt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't really get that. It no. really didn't register in my head. And we bought Martin Peters, um, and I, I really didn't get that, you no. know, uh, why he, he come there. But, you know, he's younger, it's great. He was in the England, you know, World Cup winning team. Because uh, then, you know, we Spurs um, had bought Martin Chivers for a then record, you know, transfer fee of 100 grand yeah. from Southampton. 
you know, and he was banging in goals for fun. And, you know, Jimmy Greaves was just a distant memory, yeah. sadly, you yeah. know. Um, but, yeah, my, my earliest memories of the, the, the football are, are quite clear. Uh, you know, it was such an amazing thing for me to, you know, to, to go and watch because there was hardly any black kids going in those days. Mm. Um, and I used to go on my own. I had no one to take me. You know, I used to pay my one and six or seven and a half P, go in the schoolboys. You know, um, in the early days, get passed over shoulders as club <laughs> caps. It was just at the end of that era. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, it, was, it was a really sort of happy time. I, I, I absolutely loved it. Fantastic. Did you have any any rituals, Norman? That uh, you did? Then, yeah. Oh, goodness, not rituals. Um, because for a good few seasons, I was going on my own. Didn't have anybody to go to. Yeah. Um, I had one mate who sadly passed away now, Eric. Eric Elliott, he was two years above me at school and we were the only two Spurs fans in school. Right. Uh, and he had a Saturday job. Um, I think he, was, he, he did a, a butcher's round or something like that in the morning. So he was able to, to get money and I did paper rounds and I should save my dinner money so we could both starve all week, literally, <laughs> no dinner money, just so we could get the money to, to go over to Spurs. Oh, that's know. amazing. Um, yeah, it was that's a that's a real deep love, Norman, of that club, isn't it? And, and yeah, well, I tried supporting um, QPR, but I hated it because everyone ran my way. Because geographically, where my mum's house was, yeah, you know, Brentford was really close. You get 65 bus, you could get to Brentford, you could get to Fulham, you could get to QPR, you could get to Chelsea, and just all the oiks around my way just supported you know, Chelsea or QPR. And I hated the Chelsea kit. Um, the QPR kit, you couldn't really see the numbers on the back, you know, with, with the hoops, but yeah. everyone around me. But my school team played in white like Leeds. Right. And I didn't like the Leeds kit because I hated the badge, but, you know, a team playing in all white like Real Madrid. You know, the next best team like that was Spurs with navy blue thing with a cockle standing on the ball. You know, how cool is that? He's, he's <laughs> always been part of the counterculture as Norman Joe, yeah. you see. <laughs> Flying in the face of tradition in West London. Yes. Yeah, yes. why swim in the mainstream? Yes, exactly. A man that cuts his own furrow. That's fantastic. And what about match day rituals now, Norman? Do you still manage to get up to games? No, I haven't been able to get over to Spurs uh, in a while. I get to two or three games a, a year. So I don't, but my ritual, i still got my, my um, mate, uh, Richard, who I used to buy a burger off before the game. He still he used to have his, but he still got it. His burger stand at the, the end of the corner of Worcester Avenue and Park Lane. And I was, been buying a burger off him every home game I went to for about the last 30, 35 years. <laughs> yeah. And, still and they're still the same price now as they <laughs> were then, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not really a fan of hamburgers. I don't eat any burgers, but I put it down to, in all the years I've ever eaten a football burger off of him, it's never poisoned me. There you go. That's, that's high recommendation indeed. <laughs> <laughs> there is something about the smell, isn't there, of burgers I, I, and yeah, onions on much. Right. You, you wouldn't it, anywhere else. No. wouldn't yeah. let it touch your lips, would you? But no. it seems so right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't touch them anywhere else. But, you know, um, season 70, 71, um, I, I went every home game, uh, every game. I collected the whole season's pro programmes. Um, season... 69, 70, I went to my first away game. Did you? Where did you go? Uh, to um, the Hawthorns. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We lost 3-1. Um, nightmare journey um, Well, from London to Birmingham was fine. Getting out of the, the ball ring and, and going through Hansworth. I didn't know it was Hansworth at the time. Yes. Um, 
And I remember I was on the bus and I was trying to not to look like I was a stranger, you know, a stranger in the cab. But I couldn't understand the accents. Um, and, I, and I went and asked the black woman I was standing at the bus stop. I would only have been about 11, 12, not quite 12. Um, you know, how to, to, what bus do I need to get to West Bromwich? And in, in a brummy Jamaican accent, I just couldn't make out a word she was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just followed all the black people getting on the bus. I think it was the number 27 that ran from the thing to Handsworth. And I remember getting off at, at, at Handsworth Market and then walking the last couple of miles along that. It's a straight road. Yes, it is. Yeah. And... Uh, Got, got, got to West Brom. He's very committed. That's fantastic commitment. I was going to say yeah. that. Well, he, and, and, and not much one of those rare breeds, which yeah. is the, you, you made away games as big for your football experience as you did home games, uh, didn't you? Yeah, well, I got bored of the home games, really. And I'm of that age when I, you know, I, I freely admit, you know, I got caught up in all the sort of football hooligan thing. But early on, I just followed the crowd. I was really young. Um, and I made a lot of sort of lifelong mates, you know, um, who I used to see every Saturday or every game. Um, and a lot of people, I couldn't even tell you their names, but I've given them a nod, you know, every week for yeah. 20, 30 odd years. <laughs> uh, but I never mixed socially with, with those no, sort no. of people. I, I didn't really know them. One or two, yeah. But, you know, um, it's because of my love of music and clubbing and the football, you know, I went all over the country. I think by about 1973, 74 season, I'd done most of the then first division grounds. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. At a young age as well, that's, that's yeah. brilliant. Well, what, what it was is that uh, my old man worked for London Transport. He's a civil engineer on the transport. Uh, I mean, they don't do it for the employees now, but back in those days, um, uh, senior workers, especially the engineers, would get family um, passes and right. cheap reduced passes. And so my dad had his one, which allowed him to travel on the the buses and trains, London Transport, for free, because, you know, he worked for them, and, and pay about 20% or even less than that for mainline rail travel tickets. So, obviously, being a child, mine was half of that. <laughs> so, I think it cost me about 80p return to get to Birmingham. Brilliant. Why yeah. not, then? Why not? Yes. <laughs> You've got to take advantage of that, haven't you? Yeah, but the trains were crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were in them days, yeah. Yeah, were... the trains were... Because if my... Um, Charles rail pass was ineligible to travel on the football specials uh, and, and the football specials were a fixed um, ticket price uh, and you know but, but the British rail people do this what a scam you know never believe all that crap about hooligans smashing up trains and wreck the trains were already written off yeah. pre-smashed up all their crap trains from the <laughs> sidings because they never had any heat and you might remember that Mark there was never any heat in, definitely no Buffy, so you starved. Yeah. You know, going up to Leeds or, or Newcastle, you starved for four hours. No, nothing was open, windows smashed. So you got the worst trains. <laughs> and and BR was on, 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 on a real winner, charging football fans all over the country to travel on those trains, which were written off anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I had a great come. I, I went up to the uh, Sheffield Wednesday away game with a friend yeah. from London who's living yeah. up there then. Yeah. And we went back to his place, and he was outside the town. And yeah. he dropped me off at the station eventually that night, and the train pulled into the station. 
Mm. And it was chock-a-block. It was yeah. a load of West Ham coming back. And I yeah. said to the guard, I said, wow, that's, what's, that's really busy. He said, yeah. oh, it's all the football fans coming back. He said, yeah. go on, mate, you go and sit in first class. You don't want to mingle with those. <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> if you insist, <laughs> that's the way to do it, yeah, Norman. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the way to do it. <laughs> Brilliant. Norman, yeah, yeah. we're with Norman Jay, uh, MBE Spurs fan. Norman, have you yeah. got a favourite um, piece of memorabilia or memento? Um, yeah, I mean, my, I, I moved around a lot in my early teens, you know, uh, until I, I settled down and had kids, had a family and stuff. And I dragged a lot, aside from dragging all my records everywhere, I dragged a lot of my football programs um, around with me. So I've got all my sort of programs from the sort of late 60s up until for about 10 years, until I started to get a bit bored of it. Um, but yeah, my, my, my um, earliest I guess my my memorabilia, like I, I, I mentioned earlier, were my, my original match programs. Yeah, yeah, still still have them. I don't know how I've lost loads of things along the way in my life, but my records and my match programs I still have. Do, yeah, got, do got you, no do photographs? Sadly. Still flick through them? Yeah, I do. Really? Actually. I've done. I went through them, you know, through loads of them. Uh, yeah, um, during lockdown, I was sorting them out for, for my, my grandson. He probably won't understand it. And I guess, yeah, you've just prompted me. My match ritual still, if I go to any game, I always buy a program. I don't even open them these days. Don't even no. read them. <laughs> but I always find the program and buy a program. Because back in the day, it was proof that you'd been. Yeah. You know, I'd rock up at school on a Monday with a Coventry program or a Wolves program that you wouldn't have got unless you were there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way of saying it. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. what a badge of honour that is yeah. on a Monday morning at school. I like oh, it. Mark, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, Norman, who's who's your favourite Spurs player now? You know, less you know, last now, few seasons. Yeah, yeah, I've had time to think about it. Um, um, it's got to be um, Son Hung Min. Yeah, yeah, an exciting player. Who, you know, and I, no matter who he played for. I would like watching him. Sure, it's like yeah. that Man City guy. Uh, what's his name? Who kept scoring goals? Scored the win against QBI. Aguero. Aguero. Yeah. yeah, I loved watching Aguero. You know, he'd, he'd be a, fav- a favourite player. Yeah. Um, and, and there were very few of those. You know, I'm not a fan of the modern footballer, really. As Mark knows. I'm always having a winch about that. <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, all they know is how to get paid. It's not their fault. But, you know, they're great at being paid. But actually delivering on the pitch, you know, some really care with the badge. I hate the badge kisses. Um, but, yeah, for, for an exciting player, you think, oh, goodness, what's he going to do today? Yeah, it's got to be song. And, he, and he's done brilliantly well, I think, to, yeah. because he looked like a bit part player and he was being treated like one at Spurs, I thought, yeah, early on. Yeah, but he's absolutely. insisted himself into yeah. the starting eleven, hasn't yeah, he, since then? Yeah. But, you know, he was doing the simple things well that, you know, yeah. other players, I don't know whether it's the players or the, the systems they played, overcomplicated things. Mm. You know, if the ball sticks to your foot like glue, then head towards the opposition net. <laughs> <laughs> you Norman... Know? I was going to say to you, we dropped this on you, I know, at the last minute, and we're sorry, but uh, what's your favourite ever Spurs kit? There's got to be some great ones there amongst the Spurs kits. I guess the 66 to 72 kit, the plain white one, I can't remember who who made it. Um, Yeah, that's my favourite shirt. I did, 
I always wore a, bought a shirt for the cup finals when I went, you know, in 80-81 with the, the V-neck. Yeah, the sport, um, the sport cock, you thought it was called? Yeah, yeah the yeah. cock. Cock yeah. sportif, yes. Yeah, we were the first, us and Villa, I think. That's we it. Put on that really early. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I did, but, you know, I hated all Ambrose and... <laughs> No, <laughs> I, I never, would never wear that. Would never Synthetic materials. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect it to be anything else, Norman, as a, as a, as a, as a skin. plain classic yeah. Spurs shirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Perfect. Norman, you've mentioned QPR as well and other teams. Yeah. Have you got a team that's not yours you've got a bit of a soft spot for? Yeah, it, it, it's QPR. Yeah, yeah. fair yeah. enough. I yeah. always look for their result. And, and Brentford as well. It's great to see they were doing well in the guides. I mean, I hate most teams. And, and I, hate <laughs> the I just like a lot of teams, but always... You know, I had a soft spot for, for the R's, for, for QPR, and, yeah. you know, and, and Brentford. Uh, that's ge- for geographical reasons, that's fair yeah. enough. That, that makes perfect sense. This is the Best Eleven podcast from Talk Sport. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Norman, we're going to go through your um, your best 11 Spurs team. Um, right, yeah. So, yeah, you just talk us through it, mate. Yeah, you... I'll tell you what, here's a, like, the caveat. Yeah. That, um, tactically, it makes no sense. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I'm going to say it's quite an attacking um, 11. Doing, numbering them from 1 to 11 is completely out the window. No. So I'm just going to give you a list of 11 players that have really excited me since I first started going. Like it. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, this team would make no sense on paper. <laughs> That's okay. But if you're a Spurs fan, you go, yep, 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 yep. It would be Pat Jennings in goal. Fair enough. Because he was my absolute idol. Yeah. yeah Pat Jennings. Great goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, Joe Kinnear. Joe Kinnear, yes. Yeah. yeah. Cyril Knowles. Nice one, Cyril. Nice one, He was Cyril. indeed. I yeah. mean, to, to um, be fair Gary to... Mabbert. Gary Mabbott, he's a legend at Spurs, isn't he, yeah, Gary yeah. Mabbott? Yeah, you play Mabbott centre-half sort of thing, though, I in your head, because he did a bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> they just in the 11. They could go and stand and play where they want. 
As I said, this, this doesn't make any sense. Your freestyle of management is an interesting choice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gary uh, Mabbott got it. But, but leadership qualities. True, yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, the players I left out, I don't even want to do that because I don't want to do them a disservice. No. You know, um, Ledley, Ledley King. Ledley. It's yeah. a decent back four so far, by the way. You is know, that, not, that, right. not that you're counting. No, 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 I'm not counting, but these players, are t- I love watching them. When they pull on the shirt, to me, they were Tottenham. Um, no, no, um, no, no, Mike England in there. Oh, listen, I could have put that <laughs> 1970 team in on its own. I know, as yeah. a Welshman, I just got to put him he in. Just, there. He <laughs> had to say, yeah, he's Mike obliged. <laughs> Love Mike. There was no better yeah, number five at time. Brilliant, brilliant player. Um, Gareth Bale. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, he was electric, wasn't he, for about yeah. three years for you, wasn't he? Jimmy Greaves. Oh. Um, and right up there, I mean, Greaves was my first football hero from a small boy. But, yeah. you know, when Gascoigne came to Tottenham, oh, that oh, goal, don't. that free kick against Arsenal. Yeah. Oh, my God. I still, I watch that video constantly still when I'm feeling down. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because yeah, it's against yeah. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's, about. Yeah. it's the perfect pick-me-up for you, Norman, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> um, Glenn Hoddle. Yeah. Because I saw his debut. I saw Gascoigne's debut. You know, but I saw everyone's debut, and then you know, bringing it right up to date is is Son. Son, yeah, yeah. But you know, I loved Les Ferdinand. Yeah. You know, you know, um, what's the the other ones? Garth Crooks and Steve Archibald. That pairing. You know, and so Les, of course, has got that wonderful QPR connection as well. So he's a perfect man. He's from that area, isn't he? Local boy, isn't he? Yeah, and there was there's just just so many Janola. You know, I met Janola a couple of times. I really like him as a person. And, and so many great players. I mean, another Welshman yeah. that's often mentioned is uh, Cliff Jones. Is all, I know he's a big, he's very popular around the ground. Yeah, but that was just before just my before time. your time. So yeah, I just tried to pick the players I remember from you know sixty eight, sixty nine season onwards. Yes, yes. And, yeah, bit, and, I'll, and I'll be honest, I've written yeah. this down, Norman. And yeah. because you're an instinctive football man, yeah. you have in fact created a natural four four two base situation. Yes, <laughs> You didn't well, even know you, you were doing it, and you have. Yes. Uh, Mark, I tried to do all of that, and I kept screwing up the paper and throwing it. It doesn't make any sense. Don't worry. So, I've right, got this as 4 4 2 for you. players that, when you see the pull on the shirt, you go, oh, my God, I love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know what's, Norman, really interesting is there's so many great players you can pick from from oh, Spurs, isn't there? Spoiled for choice yeah. from, from generations. Yeah. You see it. I mean, even people like Perryman, you know Yeah, what I mean? Stevie, oh, yeah. of course. You know, there's there's some so many great players that have, yeah. you know yeah. that are club yeah. legends, right? And obviously yeah. the two Argentinian lads, you know yeah. what I mean? Ardiles, Villa. Oh, now you've done it. Now you've ruined it. <laughs> See, look, he, he thought he'd done so well until then, John. Yeah. Or you can put them in an honorary squad of twenty. You, you could do two. You could do yeah. two teams. You can have a you? massive bench. That's yes. what we'll give you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you know, Modric, Luca Modric. Yes, loved Luca. What a player you know, he was. Oh, yeah. Football player, I've, Stefan Freund, like old Stefan. And where do you where do you with where do you want Harry Kane? I'm a big fan. Harry Kane. Yeah, I'm a fan of Kane, but yeah. you know, uh, I don't know. I think Harry's great, but maybe it's because of my age. I don't, you know, in the, he's great in the modern game, mm. but you know, those players, you know, if I was 10 or 15 years old or my grandson's age, you yeah. know, my 10 year old grandson, it's Harry Kane, yeah. nothing else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. If, you're, if you're a certain age, you know, you know. Who did my sons used to like? Ah, oh, there was a couple of Italian players around in the nineties. Uh, I can't remember, but you know, my sons are both all over them as, yeah. as, as amazing footballers. You know, I'm from the Pele 
Eusebio school. Oh, yes. You know. Fantastic. Players. And listen, no yeah. one's going to point a finger if you can't get Harry Kane past Jimmy Greaves and Celeste. I just want to yeah. talk to you about Jimmy Greaves, actually, because I'm, yeah. I'm really glad that Jimmy Greaves has come back into the, into the conversation Quite again. Right. Because yeah. he is arguably the greatest English striker of all time, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I was uh, absolutely gutted. Even at my young age, I didn't really, I didn't understand football tactics, didn't understand anything. I was thinking, why isn't Jimmy Greaves playing in the, in the World Cup finals? Yes. Mm. Who is this um, Hunt guy? Because I didn't really know, thinking, you know, my favourite player from school is not playing for England in the World Cup final. Why? Yeah. I just didn't understand. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And it's still a story now. There was a great documentary on the other night, uh, Norman, mm. about, called Alfie's Boys, about yes. the 1966 World Cup. And yeah. it's still a big story it, it, to Greece. And it still yeah. rankles him, yeah. doesn't yeah. it? I mean, even though he acknowledges yeah. tactically it kind of made sense and Hurst yeah, gets cool. a hat-trick, yeah. etc. Yeah. but it still hurts. Because yeah. imagine yeah. what he would have been if he'd have been in that yeah. 11. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, mate. Sorry. Such, such a, such yeah. a natural goal scorer. But I think it's a personality thing. Watching documentaries on Alf Ramsey, you know, ex-military, yeah. you know, from that Brian Clough school of, of know-it-all, suffering, you know, I'm always right. Yeah. Um, you know, and Greaves just being that they kind of cut me as, you know, a great cab driver who's not having it. <laughs> <laughs> not having it. No, not having it. Uh, absolutely fantastic. It was a bit at stake, wasn't it? Yeah, brilliant. Norman, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, Thank you for joining us. I've loved it. It's been great. You've, you've helped with the questions, mate. Brilliant. Many happy memories. The Best 11 podcast from Talk Sport. Thank you for listening to the Best 11 podcast. Don't forget there are new episodes out every Monday and Thursday. So join us for more football memories and another Best 11 very soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.